York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm talking, talking, I'm coming straight out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. What's going on? This is Jay Ellis from the Nick of Time Show. Here giving you that Knicks talk just in the nick of time. And it's time to talk about a horrible loss in the Knicks in-season tournament to the Bucks. The Knicks lose 122-146 to 146 despite Julius Randle having a ridiculous offensive game. He's pretty much perfect. He was perfect in the first half, 9, nine of 9. But ended up scoring, what was it, 41 points? 41 points in the game. Jalen Brunson had 24. RJ had 23. It did not really matter because the Bucks scored 146 points. I think the Knicks. Did, I think Clyde said the Knicks did never has not allowed that many points since 1979 or some crazy. It was, it's ridiculous. We well we gonna talk about it all. Um, and I'm gonna just introduce my guys real quick. Uh, shout out to the Latin Assassin, the ESPN contributor, Elias Cabido. Shout out to the man at the stats and the facts. Uh, Ryan G in the building, and my my D one rookie of the year over here, uh, college baller Ebony. What's going on, guys? Yo. Yeah, yeah, yo, yo. I'm I'm tight. I'm I, I already, everybody already knows I'm tight. It took me a little long to set up because I was so mad. Um, so I'm just started off by saying this. I'm pissed at the effort tonight, and I know everybody was watching Julius Randle go off and like, wow, he's doing really good offensively, which he is. He looks completely different offensively. The major range is falling. Um, he looked great. But I was really pissed off at the lack of effort that he played throughout the first half um, to the point where he was getting hunted in pinker rolls. He was getting hunted in pick and rolls. You have a six foot point guard on the floor and the power forward is getting hunted. <laughs> I don't under it. It's ridiculous. I, it's funny because we, we, we didn't close that on fees, right? Brunson himself. Um, BZ was cooking him, right? He, he tried to go, he tried to close out. He shot over him. Randall didn't even close out. Randall just stood there. <laughs> like Randall's, Defensive stands. You're bending down. Your hands. Your hands are apart. You you look. You put your hands up when somebody shoots. You put your hands to the side when when somebody's trying to pass. None of that happened. None of that happened, except for maybe two plays in in its entirety. In the first half, and that's why when you look up at the plus minus, Randall has 41 points and the worst plus minus on a team in negative 21 because he was just that. To the point when Bobby Portis was cooking you, Bobby Portis was cooking you, bro. And 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 then I, I, no one really saw it until the, the second half. And but Clyde was pointing out this is the difference in the game when Giannis is running full speed for the ball and you have ass in it. And then they going for a fast break, going for a fast break. Jalen Brunson is the only one running back by himself, Bruh. Julius Randle gets the half effort in the half. I cannot stand lack of effort. And I, and there's scheme, there's scheme things going wrong, right? Like, we could not guard the three today at all. Um, shout out to Fred Katz, who even wrote an article talking about how we couldn't really guard the three for a, a long time. 
I know we're top three in defensive rating, but we give up the fifth amount of threes. I think people teams shoot 41% from us from three. So teams that shoot threes well will bomb us. I know everyone's talking about always oh, play the paces, play the paces. Don't don't get embarrassed playing the paces because the paces bomb threes. We gotta clean that up. And I'm happy that Randall found his touch offensively, but I need like 120% more effort than what the hell he was doing today. Uh, and there's a lot more to touch on in this game, but I had to get that out. And I don't know who else wants to go and talk and talk about the game, but the, the floor is open. I was having a very delicious dinner before every day and met some friends at one of Dallas's best Italian restaurants, had some incredible pasta, some focaccia, uh, ate a branzino, whole fish. It was fantastic. Me and my buddies went to the bar next door, <clears throat> a little divey place. I had my topachitos in hand, and I was talking a lot of smack. I felt really good and positive about the potential for us to not just beat the Bucks, but then beat the Pacers, and then end up in the finals. You know me. I- I'm, I'm an optimist. I'm full of hot takes. I thought we don't win the in-season tournament. Uh I found myself, even though I've been even keeled this season, not getting too high, too low, pretty damn pissed off after this game, during this game, especially that third quarter. This was a game I thought was winnable, and I agree 100% with the JL. It's not about not hitting threes or not about RJ having another off night or Grimes not being able to hit the the bat side of of the rim. It's the effort. It's the effort on defense, the effort contained, and them running the same plays and, and having the same guys burn us possession after possession is inexcusable. I felt like the team didn't come with the right mindset for this game and didn't take it as seriously as the Bucs who have a championship in their repertoire and still got up for this game and really took it to us and pounded us, especially Brooke Lopez and Bobby Porter's I thought were standouts, yeah. as well as Beasley, who we talked before the show, Ryan mentioned, um, or maybe it was Ebony, that Beasley was hunting uh, Jalen Brunson. Uh, I think it was Ebony, just like finding him in open space and drain threes on him or attack mm-hmm. him to the basket daring him to, to to double or call for a double or leak off to, to another man because Beasley, as many role players have done in the last 20 years, burnt burnt the hell out of us. Uh so yeah, super, super frustrating game, especially for the historical context. Like can we not have a season where some record is broken and we're on the wrong end of it? Again, most points scored consecutively through three quarters Broke all kind of records being held since 1968. We are a franchise known to be solid defense, and at least consistently over the decades, been given effort. And this Tom Thibodeau team, you would you would think we wouldn't fall to the same traps. Yet here we are, got the shit smacked out of us on a night where there's a lot of meaning and importance in this game, maybe than any other game in the season. I really thought that we had chances. Indiana, now that to me is not assured. Uh, Milwaukee showed they're in class above us. I think it's a lot of work to be done and a lot of bad things to iron out. Most importantly, I hope we talked about at some point the good and bad of the two man game between Brunson and Randall. Oh, yeah. in my rank. I already know. I already know. I already know Ebony's gonna go with the ISO ball. I don't know. Who, I don't know. I don't know who. Who's in that? I don't know. Ryan Ebony. <laughs> <laughs> JLS is done. I'm disgusted, man. <laughs> I mean, I'll I'll go. Um... Don't really have a lot to say about this game. I mean, anytime you give up 23 three-pointers to a team, you're not going to win. I don't care how good you are. 
if you give up 23 three-pointers, you're not going to win a game. And the Bucks shot the ball lights out. <clears throat> As JL has said, you know, effort was the main issue for the Knicks, especially on defense. Um, you know, everybody was just going off on the, you know, on the Bucks, and Beasley was hunting out Brunson. And this is the one issue I have with the Knicks on offense. And it, it, it's kind of hard for me to really say this because I'm I'm a big supporter of Grimes and I want Grimes to succeed in the starting lineup and I want him to do well. But you see how the Bucks attacked Brunson on defense, the Knicks' best player, having him making him have to play both ends of the floor. Mm-hmm. The, the Knicks don't do that when they go against other teams because what teams do is they hide their best player on Grimes. And if Grimes is going to have a game like he had today where he only takes one shot and he's basically no part of the offense, what you're allowing is Lillard to rest like crazy on defense, not having to do nothing. And then on offense, he's just able to go off. And tonight, what Lillard shoots, AM 13 from the field, 28 points. So I want Grimes to succeed, but the Knicks have to do something where they have to attack the other players best player on the defensive side of the ball because you cannot allow teams to continue to hide their best offensive player on a player that barely is a part of the offense and not have him work on defense and then just have him just do whatever the hell he wants on offense. So the Knicks have to do something about that. But overall, I think also this game also shows that, you know, some I know it's not the whole fan base, but some Knicks fans have to pump their brakes because Me. there's a reason. There's a reason why <laughs> because there's a reason why the Knicks didn't sign quickly yet to a long term deal. And I'm not putting this on quickly at all, but there's a reason why the Knicks aren't in a rush to just re-sign their own players and trying to maintain flexibility in order to make a move. This team is not there yet. They've lost now eight straight games to the Bucs. And if the Knicks are to go into the playoffs, if they get past the first round, more than likely it's either the Bucs or the Celtics. The Knicks can't beat the Bucs. The Celtics are a better team. So for them to stand pat and be like, yeah, we're going to just re-sign all of our players. Honestly, that's not a smart thing to do, especially when you see that this team is still missing a piece mm. to get to that next level. So... This game, to me, is a one-off in a way because, I mean, Knicks don't give up 146 points in a game. Like, that does not happen with this team. This team usually is solid defensively, and they hold teams, you know, they're one of the top defensive teams in the league. The Knicks don't give up 146 points off the side. So, so to me, this is a one-off game. But still, there are – there might – there might be some changes that need to be made. And I think people have to kind of keep an open mind and be like, yo, you know what? I love the players that we have in the Knicks, but if the Knicks are to get to that next level, some of the players that we love, they're going to have to go to Mm. bring in somebody else. That's going to, that's going to take this team to the next level. Yeah. It's interesting. It's fun because Grimes started out great defensively today. Did not take a shot until the third quarter. Um, 
it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy how it's been happening every game. This has been happening for like, what, three or four games straight? Where he hasn't taken a shot since the third quarter, until the third quarter? And it's crazy because, like, Dante is... Grimes' defense on Lillard was pretty good until it's funny because but then Lillard turns it on and he starts drawing fouls and then it just seems like nothing's ha- nothing even matters anymore. But then it's like when when Divincenzo comes in, he gives you the threes. He's lighting it up if, if immediately. But then you immediately see the defense. You immediately see the, the difference when Divincenzo is on. When Divincenzo is guarding Dane versus when Grimes is on. It's like even worse. So it's like it's a it's a bad spot to be in. It's a it's a bad spot to be in. And to the IQ thing, it's a it's, it's going to be a long season. Horrible game. It'll be a yeah. wait and see to see who's worth what. Um, I remember having an emotional loss versus the Dallas Mavericks and everybody wanted to fire everybody. Everybody wanted to be traded. It's really hard to think clearly after tough losses. I'll say that. So I don't want to have, I don't want to have knee jerk reactions to this thing. This should be, this person should be moved. This person should be fired. I'm going to take it one game at a time, but I know for now, I, I do believe you're right in your assessment. Ryan, that there will have to be changes made at some point to get to another level. I do agree with that. And we need we just need to play better defense. Yeah. Go go ahead, Ebony. Uh, I'm, I'm <laughs> I was so upset. I, I watched the whole thing though. I was glad to got to see some Jacob Topic minutes. <laughs> Shout out to Jacob. But anyway, besides that, <laughs> besides that, I am uh uh, this is this was disappointing. It was very disappointing. Um, we didn't come with the effort. We didn't come with our our normal basketball play. We didn't meet new, normal Knicks standard. We didn't come with our physicality. Where was that at? Um, they 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 the effort they came with in the third quarter was. I'm like, what a team at. We we can't seem to put a whole game together. It's either the first half or the second half. You know, um, it's it's rare that we've gotten a full game. We got like one or two, or two, I believe, uh, where we got wire to wire wins, kind of where we have two good halves. Um, and the fact that it was more disappointing because they were shorthanded. They didn't even have the Nick Killer playing today. Crowder hurt. <laughs> Crowder hurt. Did not matter. Pat didn't play. Did not matter. And we still let the bench kill us. Green, I, I don't, I can't, okay, I find out his first name. I don't even know his first name. <laughs> first name is AJ. AJ Green, I had to look it up. I didn't want to disrespect him. Again, though, who? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yep. Again. He lit up, he lit up Brunson, too. AJ Green, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> like, he went four for four or something like that, right? Three for three? Mm-hmm. He didn't three miss for, Three for four. Three oh, for he four. did miss, okay. All three from three-point line. Off, off from, off from overhelping and not recovering to your man. Same way every time. Yeah, and uh, again about about the ISO ball. That this is what happens. Yeah, people see the big number of forty. Was it forty one? Yeah, big number of forty one. 
But when you do do that, and the way he got the points with nobody else assisting on them, nobody yeah. else helping him with it, exactly. nobody else, you know. So you're just sitting around. So when you do need me, I'm in no rhythm. This game had no rhythm for us whatsoever. It was so soulless. Like, it was a soulless game. I felt like we was in Mortal Kombat, and they said, your soul is mine. It yeah. was. It, I don't know what team this was. I, I really don't. Every They didn't play defense. We didn't do anything we were good at. And uh, once the referees got involved, that, that was like, you know. Yeah. That third quarter, the referees got involved. I mean, we, we did it to ourselves the third quarter, too, because there was like three or four straight plays where defense was optional. Between RJ, Randall, then Mitch mixed, uh, missed, missed the rebound. They hit a three off of that. It, it was it was bad, man. It was bad. It was super duper bad. I'm okay with getting a little controversial here. I'm going to push back on what Ryan said. I don't think any moves need to be made right now. I'm, tr- I'm trying to think outside of this game. It's very hard because the frustration's high for all of us. I mean, all in Nets Nation. But I'm not more... I, my stance on trading the young core, including Grimes and IQ, has not changed. And my main reason for that is there is no one out there right now that moves a needle in a significant way for the Nets to be significantly better than what they are at this current moment. Luca, Giannis, Anthony Edwards, SGA, these guys aren't asking now. They're currently where they are and going to be where they are for the time being. Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, those are the names that are out there. Those guys do not move. The, by, once you get rid of all the assets that are outgoing and you bring them in and replace it, we're at, the, we're at the same echelon, in my opinion. So there's no one to go after now or at the deadline, maybe even this summer, unless you get quiet through free agency when he picks up his player option, uh, declines that last year and goes into the free agent market. Then you can pick someone up without giving a whole up. Uh, up uh outgoing and actually improve your standing. But right now, I don't think that move's be made. Let's stand pat, let our kids hit the punches and hopefully grow grow from it. All right, let me let me rebut that right quick because I'm not saying for the Knicks to just go out there tomorrow and be like, oh, go, go, go get the first guy that's available out there. I'm not trying to say that, but I'm just trying to say where the Knicks are currently with their roster, they're not there yet. So they have to at least monitor the market and see who becomes available. And then when that player becomes available, you have to pull the trigger because the Knicks are not winning the championship with his current roster. They're just not. And, and I'm just keeping it real. I agree with you, but I don't think that player, there's no one through speculation or assumption that is that needle mover. It's, it's a DeRozan level guy, someone who's either really old or past their prime or doesn't play defense or can't shoot threes. There's not that perfect player that we've all been talking about. That said, say wing two way three and D. That guy's not going to get on the market and move a needle for us to win championship this year or next year. So I'm overall stamp hat. I wouldn't make a move this year. I don't think the, the right move is out there. I, I, well, I agree. All, all I'm saying is I'm not saying that the Knicks need to make a move this year, whatever the case may be. I'm just saying that if you keep the team the way it is, they're not championship caliber. They're just okay, not. I agree with that. I that's, agree. All, that's all I'm trying to say. They're not I championship agree with that. caliber. I, I can't I can't say that just yet. I need more games. I need more sample size because uh because when when I say that I mean because you know it is a long season. Injuries do happen and people without pieces look different, you know. Um things like that happen in this nature and and we we do have a, a legit a deep team. And the first half when we were moving the ball, we had about almost 17 assists or so or 18 or something like that assists and a half. Mm-hmm. You saw the difference in the play and we were in the game. We were right there. 
But yeah. once we go one on one, yeah. Once the hero ball comes in, yeah. Then we look like an entirely different team, and then it's where we don't have enough, but we're not using our strength. So I I can't say that because I still don't know what that looks like when we do, you know. Huh. Well, I don't know. A trade losses against the Bucks. Yeah. I mean, what? and it's Celtics. Knicks not really doing that well against the Celtics this season. Where the Celtics are built, I can't see the Knicks beating the Celtics in a seven game series. So I mean, the, if, the team, if, if the team plays at their best level, they're going to give them a battle. But I don't see them being the Knicks. I don't see them beating the Celtics or the Bucks right now. I just don't see it right now. Now I could get that right now, but this is a this is the twentieth game we're at. So I understand exactly what you mean. Right now, I could, I, I, that's fair. But right now, we don't know if this is shooting slumps. We don't know oh. if it's regression. It's 20 games. Good point. You know? Especially with RJ. Our RJ more than anyone. Yeah. I, I, yeah. But people got to stop living in a fantasy land. I mean, the Knicks don't have a championship roster. They just don't. I, I can't say that until I see more. That's all I'm saying. I, I, I'm in between. It's, it's <laughs> tough. It's tough. I, I agree with both of you. It's tough. I, I'm not yeah. sure. What do you think, JLS? I never, I, ne- I didn't think we had a championship roster. I th- I, I always thought we were um, second round talent to top of the to Eastern Conference Finals at the very most. Hmm. And I always said that for me, it really depends on RJ. To me, RJ was the swing because I felt like Brunson was going to be Brunson. Um, this is assuming Randall is healthy and playing actually and, you know, playing all NBA. But to me, R- RJ was a swing. RJ, to me, he started out really good at the beginning of the season. Um, the shooting was there. The playmaking was there. The finishing was getting better. I looked at cleaning glass the other day. All his numbers except for the three-point shooting have gone back to what it was the year before. Oof. Very discouraging. Um the slump is lasting five, six, seven games. This is kind of giving me like PTSD of, of last year. You know, um, the the only good sign I see from RJ right now is the free throw shooting. Because usually, I would say I'll say this in years: the the free throw shooting is uh, the first heartbeat to your shot being your shot. If you, if you can hit eighty five from the three point line on the free throw line which he is right now then he's like all right that's your baseline the shot can come from everywhere else so i'm like with rj i'm in that danger zone like where i'm like the stretch is is getting way too long then it should be and he has to me he has to like turn that around um for me to like get back on a train with him because I feel like to me he's still the swing skill. Like we need that wing. That's I how I feel you. about it. I agree with all that. Yeah. yeah. Great analysis. I, I definitely um RJ is the the I I was when he was playing and well I was calling him the bridge, you know. One thing he was doing was playing at his own pace and he was getting others involved. And when he went down the first time you saw the difference without him. You, you definitely did. The assist started going down and things of that nature. It didn't look as fluent, but yeah, um, if he can get back there, I don't see why not us. You yeah. know, why can't why can't we do pull a heat or Atlanta? Because they were talking about yo, how come they're not shooting any threes? We're not making threes. That Brunson has been unconscious from three. 
until today. Today was like a weird game for Brunson where he I looked around and he shot kind of decent from the field, but it didn't feel like it. And it didn't yeah. feel like it to me because usually when he he usually hits that momentum shot that keeps us in the game. Mm-hmm. Like they'll hit a shot and then Brunson will come back, he'll get to his spots on the floor, and he'll hit the shot right back or right back in. He missed a lot of those momentum shots today, and that was uncharacteristic of him. And they were open shots. They were like mid-range, Lopez closing, a foot of space. He's hit that in his sleep. So it's like when he's off like that, like, all right, cool. He's not hitting a three. He was 0 for 5. Who else else are we going to to keep up with their three-point production? We're looking at Grimes. Grimes didn't even take it. I don't even know Grimes even was past the ball in the first half. Like I'm trying to re I'm trying to replay this the the game film in my mind, and I don't even remember him touching the ball in the first half. I have to rewatch that. I, I, I was I, trying to remember too, and I don't I, remember. Like, yeah, exactly. And then I remember RJ getting the ball, and he was he hasn't he hasn't been hitting from three for like a week and a half. So now what? You you have no choice but to go inside. And then just bring in Dante, who has been playing for over three. But then that point of attack defense, Dame was doing whatever he wanted with Dante, even though he was hitting the three. And it's like we're in a predicament where we have a guy in Grimes who's not getting the ball, or even when he does get the ball, he's been shooting bad from three. And then we have Dante who's been hitting good for three, but he's not able to keep up with that type of Defend uh, offensive firepower one on one. We're in a bad spot when Brunson is off. We're in a really bad spot when Brunson is off. That's 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 a, that's what I got, man. Like I, I've thought about it. I agree with Ryan. This is this roster is not championship level, but I think it is finals level. I think we could into the finals losing five games to Denver. Or you know maybe another team, maybe Phoenix. I, I don't know if we would give a full competitive seven game series to some of the more elite echelon teams in the West, but I think this team can get through Boston or Milwaukee if everything goes well and RJ is that swing element. I think we could. Uh, so I'm kind of like in between where Ebony stands and where Ryan stands. I'm very hesitant to make a trade and I'm against it at this point because all your assets have depreciated value. IQ, especially Grimes, even RJ. With these slumps that they're going in shooting-wise, none of them have a high value to bring in someone that's really going to be the needle mover uh, on the trade market. So I let's let some of these guys hopefully regress to the mean or progress to the mean, especially in Grimes and RJ's case. And then if the right player becomes available, push all your chips to the middle of a table. But the Knicks, are, the Knicks have ruined so many times in the past by going in too early and too hard for the wrong guy because it's a flashy name. I want to try to avoid that at all costs while allowing our players, our young guys, to take their lumps and shoot themselves out of these slumps. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't. I, when I say, I'm sorry, Ryan. You no, you can, you can go ahead, Ebony. Okay. I was just saying that, yeah, when I say championship team, I mean, like, you know, we could get there. <laughs> when we get there, who knows, you know? Um, I really think we, we if we play – the way that I think we that we shown in little glimpses, you know, yeah. um, I think we can do it. You know, we we can't. I'm not going to overreact. It was disappointing because they were shorthanded, but they did they 
got 12 offensive rebounds. They're not even a good offensive rebounding team. Like True. I don't I, you know, I, I'm not gonna and then again, I I'm like, we shot 10 threes last time. Like, we're not gonna do that again. You we, we didn't do it again. We did works. This time we we hit seven. That was crazy. Go ahead, Ryan. And I'm going to make a suggestion. I might be wilding for the suggestion, but I'm still going to make it. Because like what JL said earlier, like there is a conundrum when you have to, when you talk about like Grimes and DiVincenzo, especially when it comes to defense and the way they defend the other team's best player, whatever the case may be. But <clears throat> although Grimes is struggling, it might come to a point where the Knicks, the Knicks may have to consider maybe running a player two for Grimes. I, it, might, it might be kind of wild because he's struggling right now and he doesn't have the confidence. But just the fact that teams hide their best player on Grimes so they don't have to play defense all the time and things of that nature, and the fact that he's struggling, I think sometimes to get somebody out of a slump, you need to try to, you need to try to force the issue a bit. You know what I mean? Like you have to try to like get that player involved. Yeah. So they can, so you can at least give them a chance Ryan, to get them out of the slump. Ryan, that is not crazy, Ryan. You said it last year. I was hyped at the beginning of the year because they said they was going to run play for Grimes. I was pissed. Remember I said I was bamboozled, hoodwinked, led astray. I led the season <laughs> saying that because there was no place for Grimes running preseason. And now today I'm even thinking, I don't even remember him touching the ball in the first half at all. I don't remember. I can't, I can't remember. I don't even remember we need to get him going. We have to. Like, yeah, like I, I pointed to I pointed to Devin Booker when we played Phoenix. I watched them very extensively when I when we played Phoenix. Even Yuta, because he doesn't have a bag like them, nowhere near Devin Booker. You understand? He's just a shooter. Right. He's not creating his own shots. You know, he gets it created for him. He's in the corners. They set picks for them. They do little elevator screens for them. You know, you got double the the off screen uh, double right. picks. All of these things and uh, our People just go around doing like a three-month weave on the top of the key. We need a more sophisticated way to get shooters open shots. We outside have to of... find ways to get everybody easy shot. That's why I said we don't have any offensive creativity like that. You know, people be like, look, we do. Let's, and they show you once or twice. That's not going to get it, you know. Once it, it has to be consistently different. You know, I know every everybody is a, knows all the plays because they've been playing for forever. But it's just the fact of the movement. You make people you make people make mistakes when they have to move and think. Yeah. I mean it's read and react. So Randall had a bunch of assists for a lot of games and today he had it going so he didn't pass the ball as much. So right. there's, there's no exactly so Yeah. And then when he needed somebody else to hit the shots, they was ice cold. Yeah. No rhythm. Exactly. IQ yeah. couldn't even hit his floater today. He yeah. didn't even hit the it was like I was like, Dad, and yes. then the and then the very next um the very next possession, he had a wide open three and missed that. Well, it's, that that cut cut the lead down to ten at that time. Well, it's funny. I was, I was looking to clean the glass. IQ shoots seventeen percent from the corner and from corner three. Really, seventeen percent from corner three. And um, but the other threes he hits. I, I don't. I'm going off of memory. I think he hits like forty something percent, like forty one percent or forty two percent. From other spots on the floor combined, and seventeen percent for the corner. So nine times out of ten, when he's open and he's all in the corner, my mind knows that. I'm like, crap. 
<laughs> you, you know, like you know who was leading the percentage in that uh, was it last year, I believe, Dante, in the, yeah. uh, the corner three. Mm -hmm. Probably why big part why he's here. Yeah, exactly. Our best corner three point shooters are Dante, Dante, Jalen Brunson, RJ. I don't know if RJ's still the best, but at one time he was. <laughs> you know, listening to what Ebony just said, I think calling out those plays that you would think Tibbs should be running to get Grimes some shots. It makes you think, you know, Tibbs sleeps in, in, in the video room, watching tape all the time. What the hell is he watching with our offense as simplistic as it is? And I ask, I find myself asking that question multiple times because every year now he's been with the team for four seasons now, we haven't seen any creativity or anything extra added to the offense to get guys like Grimes and RJ players that go through shooting slumps, opportunities to get out of shooting slumps. You think about the, that that action she names of the same type of plays that you see Sacramento running with Keaton Murray or, or Orlando with Mo and Franz Wagner. Like th these are college level plays. You would expect an NBA level coach to be able to to facilitate that within a system, especially someone who's been watching as much tape as he has and then coaching as long as he has. It's a weird element of Tibbs's personality as a coach that things don't ever really evolve offensively um, and sometimes don't evolve defensively too, depending on a matchup. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, it's a, it has evolved. It's not, it's just, it's not Golden State evolved. You know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> like, like, it's just, it's, it's, it's not leaps and bounds evolved, but it's evolved. Like, I've, I see the difference between last year and this year's offense, but because it is still kind of player run and it's still like, it's still kind of built on the old offense. It's still popped up built on the base of the old offense. It's not going to be like a drastic difference. Like the difference I've seen was the, the most difference I've seen in this year's offense that people are more cutting off the ball in the paint. Like I've seen a lot more two man game between um, Randall and Brunson. To be yeah. completely honest with you, what I've seen more so in this offense is Randall and Brunson are able to get easier shots. I feel like Randall and Brunson are Randall and Brunson are kind of reaping the benefits of the offense more this season, but not necessarily everybody else. And 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 this team would be so much easier. It would everything would be so much easier for Brunson and Randall. And maybe a little bit why they get easy shots, because people expecting them to, you know, hit the RJs or maybe even Mitch once in a while. But now People always say we're playing three on five, but if you don't give the ball to the people, how are they supposed to have any impact? How are you supposed to have impact? You know, Mitch is not going to dribble crossover. You know, that was that's rare. He, he was in his bag that night. That's not that's yeah. not an everyday thing, you know. So so you got to get him the ball. Like that's how you use it. I can't stand the dirty lollipop, but at least he always get all his bigs. Involved, he Patrick always get always bigs yeah. involved. They're yeah. always a they're always a weapon. Yep. That's how you keep your bigs, you know. Because now mm -hmm. you have to think again. When you think and move, mistakes happen. Either you give Brunson the floater, or now yeah. you got to oop to to Mitch. And but Capella is only a lob threat. Capella doesn't even have a bad. All he no. is is a lob threat. Yeah. DeAndre Jordan has a very long career being a lob threat. You yep. know? Yeah. So, like, so let's go Bear who averages 15 points a game. Exactly. With no bad. I told, I told you about that NBA, NBA University had an alley duos list. And Gobert was up there 
two different times with two of his teammates. He's actually yeah. up there with Carl Anthony Towns yeah. and Mike was it Mike Conley? Mike Conley. Yeah. So like even JaVel McGee made the list. Javel. Mitch couldn't get up there. Mitch <laughs> couldn't get up there. We can't get Mitch on that list. Good point. Yeah, I'm just I, it's funny, like it's it's a big difference. You you seen Mitch in his first two years was catching lobs like crazy. I don't know if you guys realize how many lives he was catching in his first two years <laughs> compared to now, but it's crazy. It, it's it's crazy. Yeah, I th- I thought he would have had a bigger impact today, though. I definitely did. Um, yeah, them not being a good rebounding team, I thought we would kind of beat them up over there. But you know, but they're but, playing on a different level today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but he was guarding. He's pretty much guarding the three point line for most of the night. You know, mm-hmm. they have like. That's what you're gonna do when you have um Lopez out there for three. Like he was he wasn't really by the basket like he usually. Nah, and, and they they made sure the gang re- uh, box out on him today. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And you made me mad, yo, you made me mad too, Evan. He just gave me a PTSD about what happened. It's not even you. It's something you said. I was watching Ian Bagley's the put back, right? Uh-huh. It just made me mad at Randall all over again, yo. I was I was I was watching Ian Beckley's the putback and this and I don't remember who was talking, but he had a really good point, right? He's talking about the Phoenix game, the Knicks Phoenix game, and he was just like how Randall wasn't giving effort because he wasn't getting the ball, and that's why he collapsed. And then and then today he got the ball all he wanted, and he still got no effort. So I'm just Bruh, like, come yeah. on, man! Like, <laughs> I'm just being nah, bad. No, no, they're gonna say they're gonna point to that that hustle play and say he did hustle. Remember, remember he came and got the rebound, gave it. That's the play they're gonna tell you. Yeah, he hustled. <laughs> it's just offense. It's just awareness. It's just awareness. And it and in the quarter, this Dane calls calls Randall's man over for a pick and roll. The picking pot because he knew Randall wasn't gonna close out. He he didn't even it's put his Dame. hand up. It's Dame. You know Dame is shooting a three with the buzzer. Like, put a hand up, bro. Like Bruh. Flashbacks to Phoenix, right? That's flashbacks to Phoenix. I put a hand up, man. And Miami in the playoffs. Yeah. And yo, um, oh, I'm sorry to cut you off, Ebony, but um, I I think we have an early whose man's is this based in the comments because, you know, I'm reading through the comments and people are making trade suggestions and stuff like that, which, you know, is understandable because, you know, that's something that Knicks fans always do Knicks always Knicks fans always like to conjure up trades and things of that nature. So I'm reading through the comments and your guy, MBIC is in the chat. That's my guy. And, and this dude said package Grimes. I'm like, okay, I can understand Grimes. Randall, I'm like, I'm on the fence about that, but I'm like, okay, that's that's your opinion. I right. mm-hmm. but he's like Randall, he but he said to package Grimes, Randall, and Brunson for Zion and Obi. I was like, yo, bruh. Why, why, bruh. why, bruh. in your right mind, bruh. would you want to trade Brunson? Who bruh. Why? This, man? I don't bruh. understand. I do not understand. Whose man is this? Whose man is what? Man, MBIC, I got love for you, man. But, bro, come on, son. Come on, son. Really? Nah, Bridges is definitely. You woke up to his violence this morning, huh? (laughs) Wow. 
Nah. For Zion. I love Zion. But come on. I don't think I don't think Zion needs to be in New York. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that needs to happen. Finals? <laughs> oh my god. Finals where? <laughs> I don't think that needs to happen. Oh that baby wild in G League. Well, New Orleans oh, is a party town too. So, oh my god, but, I threw me all the way off. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about again? <laughs> NBIC is one of those people who has like the word narrative is thrown he's trolling. Out a lot. He's trolling. He one hundred percent has gotta be trolling. trolling. He's trolling. He gotta be trolling. He's trolling. trolling. <laughs> like really, my guy Brunson, you want to trip? Really? He's trolling. I can't believe it. He's trolling. <laughs> yeah, Brunson. We just better not let Malik Beasley. He torch us no more. Oh my god. That's one guy that I don't like. A player I don't I don't like. Lee Beasley. Mm-hmm. Nah. I feel you. He did all right though. I don't know. He did okay. I, I, that's what I pissed off about too, man. I didn't like all the shimmying and dancing and I didn't yeah. like that, yo. Yeah. I didn't like I didn't not, like that at all. Not they deserve to do it, but I didn't like it. I didn't like it. it was, I better play some it was defense. Just the next overall- time. Yeah, it was just the overall off game. And I think he was pretty physical with Brunson. You kind of seen Brunson getting frustrated a little bit with mm-hmm. it. Um I don't know. I don't know if that was a factor in, in, in his game today or not. Possibly. But he he was he was trying to guard Brunson, like not even guard him, just making him, you know, pause fill him mm-hmm. uh full court. And then once he got the ball, he'll back up. But he was just, you know, trying right. to wear a tail on him, I guess. You know, like how they do in boxing when they you just know, wear him clinch. Down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of what he did to Brunson today. And I did see his body language getting frustrated and looking for the ref, like, what's going on? Like, mm-hmm. you won't let him do this. So JL is, I think, uh, it's like NBIC was talking about me with the, my finals comment. He, he said that I'm smoking that Maui Wowie, which yes, <laughs> I am confirmed. That's not why I, why I said that, though. I have been a niche to the finals since last season. I, I think it's all about matchups. Who do you get? When, when do you get them? You build momentum. You get it hot right around the playoffs. Is RJ that momentum shifter? Does Julius actually show up? There's a lot of ifs and a lot of things have to go right at the right time. Same time for us to make an advance. But who would have thought Miami as a play-in team would have made it last year? I think Tibbs is a good enough coach. I think Brunson is a good enough player. With the right rotation of, of playoff teams that we match up with, I think the finals is possible. Not likely, but possible. We we gotta we gotta we gotta be good teams before I can even think about times. That's how I feel like, like we we gotta be Celtics. Very- we gotta beat Bucks, the the Seventy Sixers, all those guys. Shit, I ain't put the Pacers over there because I feel like the Pacers are you know they got injured. Listen, they got injured. They got injured and started losing. They got homeboy back and they beat the Celtics. I'm just saying. You made me nauseous yeah. a little bit with it. Is, it is what it is. <laughs> nah, they yeah. they are an up and up and coming team, definitely. Like we we got stuff to prove for uh, I can say finals right now. Yeah, I think the most important thing for me is I have to see the Knicks beat the Bucks at least once because to have an eight game losing streak against a team is wild. And part of the reason why I was so critical. On the Knicks, you know, when I made my assessment earlier is because of the um because of the game that was played. Because to me, at least how the in-season tournament is going so far, to me, that's an early playoff test right there. Because you're actually playing for something. Yeah. 
you know, you're actually playing for a championship, no matter, you know, what you may think of the tournament or whatever the case may be. I agree. So this game is like a so this game is like a playoff atmosphere. And for the Knicks to stake it up the way they did tonight, like that's what told me right there, like, okay, yeah, this team is not ready yet. Yeah, it ratchets up the intensity, man. Like it, I don't know, man. The, the the game was never completely out of it. We were only down by twelve in the fourth quarter. I think if, if at least Brunson would have been hot, I think we would have had a chance to win this game. Brunson, if Brunson hits the usually shots, yes, we would have been in that game. But I still feel like you can't go into the game with that type of lackluster defensive intensity and think you're just going to turn it on in the third quarter. You got to do something from the first half to make them believe that you're going to actually play a defense. Especially that's supposed to be your identity. No, no defense and shooting is their identity. That's not our identity. So to think we're just gonna shoot, go over there and are we just gonna shoot with y'all and not play defense? Like, bruh, come on, son, man. get yeah. get that together. That that is not it. That is not it. And I know everybody was hyped. Oh, Randall is nine for nine. I was happy for him too, but it caught up to us. That 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 nine for nine stuff, and then no defense on the other side side of the ball for the entire. That's fool's gold. Fool's cubic yeah. zirconian game. How many transition points they got? I didn't even look, but it looked like because a lot. Because they, were, they weren't even, that's not what they do, I don't believe. Uh, so, like, we just let them do whatever today. We just do. Yeah, the Bucks only had 17 transition points. Today? Yeah, only 17. Okay. The story was. I seen, it felt like Giannis was in that transition yeah, a lot. My my player of the game was Josh Hart today. That's my player of the game. <laughs> Josh Hart. The man who used to play scared. Was playing, was playing defense. He's running the floor. He's not scared to shoot threes anymore. He's hitting threes. Josh Hart. No hesitation, Hart. No, no hesitation, Hart. All right? Yeah. <laughs> no yeah, Ryan basically saying the next day we all right, but we not real. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's right. That's exactly right what he said. Uh, I, I, like right, right now the Knicks are definitely the Knicks are three or four seed in the East right now. But did but I mean right now the two best team in the East. I don't like the Knicks cannot match up against them right now. I don't know what the future holds, but right mm-hmm. now it's a no go against either team for me anyway. My in my uh, opinion, move the ball. Play better three point defense. Yeah. And good lord, we need some three point shooting back. <laughs> good yeah. lord. Like we came in, we came in there the eighth ranked three point shooting team and shot 30% today. Like, but at least at least those two first things, you know, are things we can control. At first, if even if we're not hitting the threes, we gotta do the things we can control we got we got to move the ball mm-hmm. and we got to play defense and we don't even have to move it at the level that okc or sacramento moves it both two high octane offenses and hit a lot of um hockey assists just let's stop with the two main the brunson rando two-man game it only helps their isolation production it doesn't help the rest of the team ebony ebony made a great point about how how you don't get into any type of rhythm when you don't even touch the ball in four, five, six possessions. Those back-to-back-to-back possessions of two-man game between Randall and Brunson where only those two players touched the ball. No one else even touched it. Not even I did an attempt. 
didn't feel the ball in their hands. That's that is insane basketball to be playing at this stage uh, of the season with this group has been playing together for so long and a, a game with this level of importance for the end season tournament. I was very shocked to see that level of call it selfishness, lack of self awareness. What I don't know, whatever adjective you want to use, but that style of basketball between our two best players is not conducive to team winning or team ball or it's not even fun to watch. I mean, I don't even mind a yeah. two man game as much as long. As there's less ISO, like because you can do a two man game and then the third defender help and you kick it out to three and then get some. Like, I don't even mind that. Like, you know what I mean? I'm sorry, Ryan. I saw you about to talk. Go ahead. I bet. No, all I was going to say is that, you know, like with certain players, like for example, like LeBron James, like I'm not expecting Brunson or Randall to be a LeBron James type player, but oftentimes players like LeBron James. And players of that caliber, a lot of times what they do is those players know they can get a, they can get a basket anytime they want to. You know what I mean? They can score whenever they want. So a lot of times what those players will do is that they'll get the other players involved and get them going because they know that as the game progresses, all that's going to do is just help their game also. Because now uh, now those teams have to account for those players as well because they have rhythm. They can make their shots, etc. And I think with Brunson and Randall, like I said, I'm not expecting them to like be a LeBron James or a KD or nothing like that. But maybe the Knicks have to maybe kind of rethink their offensive strategy and be like, you know what? Let's get, you know, let's get Grimes some X, some early shots. Let's get RJ some early shots. You know, let's try to get those guys going before we get to, you know, Brunson and Randall and get and get those guys into their two man game or whatever the case may be, where you know you can they they can dominate the ISO sets. Yeah, I agree. Definitely Milwaukee agree, yeah. does that. Milwaukee does that. You know, um, yep. even the, the team with Drew Drew Holiday. You look at Milwaukee's team that they won the championship with, and you be like, um, on paper, you look like I wouldn't. Maybe I wouldn't expect them. You know, I expected them to be good, but not win at all. You know, um, I know Giannis is a, a great player, but they they really built around him. They put a bunch of shooters around and let him. So he's he's able to do him. You know, and they can't build a wall. And with his role players, when they get the shot, well, we've been hitting the three, so I can't even say that. You know, they they get the shot, they hit the they hit the three, and, and again, it's only going to, to help Brunson and Randall because then they can't double you. If if your teammate is hot, you can't double you because they got to pay attention to this guy now. Um, yeah. Now you can go one on one, which which Randall has been destroying everybody right now. So why not? Just just hold off until the bully ball until about third or fourth quarter. Yeah, that's yeah. all. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Pick your spots. Pick your spots. Yeah, you know, like not 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 so dominant. Not even hold off. Just you know, alternate. If 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 I if I take you to the hole here, let me see if what else move the ball around. Maybe it come back to me for an easier shot. Mm-hmm. What a thought. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be easy. Yeah, make it easy, man. Gotta take it easy. Yeah, I put the Discord link up for someone to chat. Somebody asked for it. It's funny, but like, is Discord link here? I put it up and no one, no one wants to go in. <laughs> Nobody wants to go in once they ask for it. It's cool. It's cool. It's late. Oh, shout out to my mama. I see you, mama. Shout out. Let's shout go. out. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to mom. She's not, everybody's not talking your ear off anymore, all right? I told you my family was over it. That's why I joined X. They got tired of hearing me talk about the Knicks. <laughs> yeah. For backstory, guys, inside joke. Inside joke. Ebony beforehand was like, 
Man, I'm, I'm, I joined X. I'm glad to talk to you guys about the day. I'll be talking my family's ear off and they tired of me. <laughs> they tired of the Knicks. They don't want to hear nothing else. Exactly. Now they good because they they got a break. So now they good. Exactly. See, she, that nigga talk all she want over here. All right. All she want. <laughs> <laughs> we enjoy it. All right. Oh, picks for Timmy's on. All right. Let's go. What's up? Let's go. Picks for Timmy. Let's get picks in here. And after that, we can go to some some ooh bras. Uh, probably pretty sure it's no ooh today. <laughs> But get some bros. All right. All right, cool. All right, picks. I'm going to bring you in. All right, bro. All right, picks with Timmy. You're now live. You hear everybody? What's good? What's good? What's good, fellas? What's good? What's going on? Uh, we got the rookie of the era, Ebony, in here, man. The man with the stats and the facts, my guy, Ryan G. Mm-hmm. Mr. Lee Escobedo was good. ESPN contributor, man. And my, my, my guy, Jay Ellis, man. What's going on with y'all, man? What's going on? Yeah, it's it's a tough one tonight, man. And um, yeah, man, Um, I'm not going to make it any easier for y'all, man, because I'm talking smack about my guy quickly, man. Yo, I've, I've I've been throwing this out in the chat on Twitter since probably the, the Heat playoff last year. My guy is really an X factor. And there's a few things that go into me really thinking it's time for this guy to be a part of the starting unit, man. The issues that we talk about with our, with Brunson and with Julius Randle, um, as far as Julius Randle feeling, uh, getting kind of, kind of looking sad and walking around and moping and not playing defense and not being engaged in the game, um, that's something where, like, as a point guard, you do certain things to go ahead and get people motivated and going. Not necessarily this game, because from what my guy Fritz was telling me in the chat, Julius was on on somewhat of his happy mode for a little bit but he wasn't playing any defense <laughs> that's when he's but happy so he's Brunson, <laughs> Brunson <laughs> is a massive guard dog like Brunson is and I'm talking about since the time he was uh we could go back to Dallas we could go back to college um and we'll just use the Dallas playoffs for an example when Luca was out and Brunson had that game where he he dropped 40 plus mm-hmm. on on uh on the Jazz Yo, like, people thought he was going to come out there and try and run the squad, run the team. Brunson was like, bump that. I'm not passing this joint. This is this is my show. <laughs> I'm getting buckets, yo. Yeah, yeah. The man is a walking bucket. And there's there's no reason to take him out of that mindset. That's a plus for him. That's a plus for us. I think with Quickly, this is Quickly's fourth year inside of Tibbs' offense. He has more experience than pretty much anybody else on this team in Tibbs' offense and defense. To the point where you see him on the floor, he can call out things on defense. He can call out things on offense to put people in the proper positions. And I think he knows the personnel even better than Brunson to a certain extent. He'd be able to get our big men involved. He'd be able to go ahead and get ball motion involved. He knows when to feed certain players. He has a better a better pulse on what's going on in the game sometimes. And he's a secondary ball handler as opposed to just pe- people being able to get the ball out of Brunson's hands. And in the Julius's hands to make bad decisions. It's also better spacing on the court. It's not the perfect fit, right? Mm-hmm. Because he's not as great of a defender as Grimes is, but he's still a dog. Like he's still a straight up dog. And when you talk about length, like if you trust Grimes to play, if you trust Grimes to play the two position and guard one through three, 
possibly even four, then you could basically trust Emmanuel quickly to be able to do the same thing. With the exception of maybe strength being an exception, mm-hmm. Emmanuel quick Emmanuel Quickly's standing reach is less than a half an inch off of Grimes. And y'all can look that up. But like, yo, like I think it's time overall to put our best foot forward when we start out a game. None of this, oh, my bench is gonna come out and drop 58 points against the Toronto Raptors. Why the hell do we need 58 points from our bench against the Toronto Raptors? Those points could be coming just constantly. Like, let's put our foot best foot forward. Let's start in in the game with our best foot. And I think it's it's just time to go ahead and switch it up. Let's get the best out of quick we can before the end of this year. And let's go get it, man. That's all I got to say, fam. Yo, salute, salute. I know this is a rough one. We'll go back and get some more, man. Y'all take it easy, man. All right, man. Thank you. Picks. Picks is like, I'm getting back to my agenda. Everybody else about starting Devo. I'm going to start quickly. Uh, yeah, I just I think with that, um, I don't think IQ will be able to be IQ in the starting lineup. Um, majority of the time when he plays is either with RJ, no Randall, no Brunson. So he gets the the brunt of the shots to get himself into rhythm and all the other stuff. He's the spark plug. <clears throat> In the starting lineup, he won't get those touches. He will he he'll get the in the corner catch and shoot touches more so. You know, it's, it's not enough ball for him to do pretty much anything else when you think about that. Yeah. And um I just think if we're going to be so ISO heavy, maybe implement a pass rule or something. You know, where you have the ball has to come up, you know, move around a couple times before yep. you get into your isolation moves. Yeah. Like maybe make the isolation move be the last, the last, uh, like your your exit plan, your, your emergency plan. Yeah, I, I just can't see it just being out plan A all the time. It can't. The screen on the screen on the on the ball on the ball handler, and then everybody at the in the corner yeah, <laughs> with wings waiting, like this, just waiting with the hands out like. <laughs> and, and half the time they don't get it. They they just standing there looking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. And, and maybe play play them off ball more. Get rent me and get Brunson off ball more. Yeah. If, it, if. I mean, I hear you. I get it. As, as crazy as it's been, like, I don't know. People act like we, we do we start off games behind? We don't start off games behind. Yes. We start off games behind in the third quarter. <laughs> yes, <sir. laughs> we started getting high in the third quarter. And the craziest part is that in in clutch time, we're doing pretty well this season. Um, I was looking it up. Um, us and Milwaukee it looked like we we both of us our teams pick it up. Yeah. Uh, you no, know, Milwaukee file merchants, so they definitely pick it up in that in that uh, category. Oh, man. I they, think man, they, they the definitely way they top pick- five in that one. Man, <laughs> the amount of fouls they got in the third quarter was crazy. It was crazy. It was. It was. Yeah, but yeah. Well, thanks, thanks for thanks for calling in, Timmy. Yes. Uh, I still got my I still got my IQ high card. Yeah. This is my this yeah. is my that's the slump. He's coming out. He'll come out of it. I still got my, he, my IQ high card. He, <sighs> All right. He always does though. You know. He always comes out of it. It's been like what five? I feel like it's been like a little five game slump for him. Yeah. Uh, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it is. All right, let's get to it. I don't know. Do you have broad picks? Bruh, I do have a broad pick. All right, for me, introduce it. I don't know who's if anybody's new right now. 
But bruh picks are, or if you're new to this to the squad, are the worst plays of the game. And it doesn't even have to be this game. It could be any game. And when I and listen, it could also be anything bad, anything stupid, anything dumb that happened in the world that you just want to point out and just say this is dumb. This also can be a bruh pick. All right, so let's get it. We got Ryan G with the bruh picks as usual. What you got today for us, Ryan G? Well, this is definitely not sports related. So I'm scrolling on social media, you know, bored while I'm doing work. And I run into a story. So, you know, we all know that Lee is a fan of OnlyFans. And, you know, I ran into a story about OnlyFans where this model, Ruby Rose, um, she met a fan the other day. And I think this fan spent over $60,000 on her in a month. Oh, my. It wasn't me. And <laughs> I promise. <laughs> and to make it worse, this chick puts this dude on blast on social media with all the text that he's sending her, and she is not responding to one of these texts. Mm. And this man is just professing his love for this chick. And at what and in one of the messages. Because it seems like this dude is like some Bitcoin mobile or whatever the case may be. Mm. So one of the messages, this dude was about to drop 400 Gs on this chick just for her to like respond to him and to give him attention. Wow. Now, now me, if I had that kind of money, all I know is I'm not spending no damn 60 grand on no OnlyFans chick, number one. And number Bruh. two, this my man has all that money. Why don't he spend thousands of dollars to get himself some self-esteem and some damn dignity? <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> uh, I need to hear that. <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. I definitely saw oh, that. Right. I'm like, she better keep her security with her at all times. Yep. X. Oh, man. <laughs> that was a good one. Whew. Wow. Just wake up if one I day and just receive sixty thousand dollars. What a what a life! <laughs> and on top it said weirdo only fan. On yeah, top, that's said, what she said. The worst. <laughs> she saved it as weirdo only. Man, <laughs> all right. Uh -oh. Line the mood up for us. Thank you. Bruh. I, I'm about to put the Knicks as the bro. Whose man's is this? For letting whose man's is this go three for four on us? Yeah, AJ. Yeah. For, for, for losing and the Nick killer wasn't even there. Yeah. We didn't even have to worry about Crowder off the bench, but we had to worry about Green today. Yeah. I ain't know. I didn't see. I, I, was, I wasn't familiar with his game. I'm sorry. Brother. <laughs> I'm <Bruh>. sorry. <laughs> Thank you for mentioning Oldie Pants. It's been a week and we haven't mentioned it. So there you go. <laughs> and it wasn't me. <laughs> Shocking. All right. All right. Surprise. He said it wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't me this time. Yo, yo, Lee, what did you tag me in, bro? Like, you tagged me in. <laughs> Speaking of old, you tagged me in some craziness on Twitter this week. I was like, I did? Yeah, some, you tagged me in some girls. Some girl. You said. Come on a KOT show. I'm like, who is this girl? What? 
Oh, that, no, that's that's Mia Khalifa. Oh, that's, Mia, that's my favorite porn star, Mia Khalifa, man. Shout out, she's, she's so powerful. She's my favorite. Oh my! She used to have a podcast with Gilbert Arenas where they talk about the Wizards. Man, she's a she's a sport she's a sports nut. I want to have her on the show, so you know, um, we can talk ball. Um. <laughs> hey, man. Speaking of Palestine, man. Damn, bro. Like, Palestine. just Mia Khalifa's uh, love knees, man. Did, she's that, that's did why I, she's. Did I miss something? <laughs> Mia Khalifa is a very former porn star. Is very outspoken on what Israel is doing the Gaza Strip right now. So. That's why I tagged you in it because she knows ball and she likes politics. I was like, hey, and she's a baddie. We could bring her on and have a conversation. That's all. That's all I was saying, man. Uh, Shout out me and Khalifa. <laughs> oh, but anyways, man, Israel dropped 1,000 tons of bombs on Gaza so far, man. That's my bro pick, man. Leave those people alone. Poor damn civilians, kids and women. I didn't blown to bits, man. I'm so, oh, oh, this is not POT sponsored, man. Free my boy Palestine. I'm tired of this Israel genocide, man. It's pissing me off. Uh, Biden's just like sending more and more money. Trump will do the same thing. Like, no matter what party you elect, it's going to be funding Israel's war crimes against humanity. So it's a horrible situation. But uh, yeah, man, free Palestine. Bring my girl, Mia Khalifa, on the show uh, for a little bit of levity. Bruh. I'm sorry, Lee. She's not, she's not coming. <laughs> Damn, y'all dashing all my help. <laughs> Imagine that line. Ne- next week we have Ian Begley, and the week after we have, or maybe we have them on the same time, make it like a really interesting show. You know, oh, <laughs> and it, and it, let Ian shoot a shot. Let's go. You're gonna get a whole nother type of fan base. <laughs> and and then Gamer Channel makes it worse in the chat because she's like, oh, because he's like, oh, she knows ball, all right. <laughs> 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 oh man! Oh, man. Game channel gonna be uh, on Lee. Uh, you should come to KOT. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I can see that only fans. That's a different type of live stream, brother. Family show. You gonna be like the Nick of Time mm. sponsored by Only Fans. Let's go. Oh man. I don't even know what to do with you, bro. That's uh, <laughs> a show. That's a show. Uh, you can tell my OnlyFans and BICs is crashing when, when, when is that? There you go. All right. That's the show. Myself. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you like the show, hit the like and subscribe button. Um, I think the next game is versus Celtics on Friday since we lost today. Yeah, so tough one. yeah, there'll be another. There'll be like a little bit of a lull. We'll be back on Friday. Talk about the Celtics, and we'll be here to talk about it. All right, all right. Uh, yeah, let, guys, let me know where they can find you. Uh, Ebony, where to find you? You can find me on X, Twitter, whatever you want to call it nowadays. At um, Mad Nick fan. Um, every pregame, I do a space where I call your take Knicks. Pre every pregame and postgame here. Mm-hmm. Uh, KOT. That's right. You know, every post game we hear, and yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. I need to get the name tag. I need to get the name tags back on these, on these joints. Uh, but all right, cool, cool, cool. Uh, Lee, let me know if you find you, man. 
Uh, find me on Twitter at underscore Lee Estribito or in Mia Khalifa's DMs. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Things that make Lee, you don't, don't end, don't, don't end up on that summer jams. Don't end up on that on the weird only fans. Don't don't be a bro pick. Don't be a bro pick next week. Don't be, don't be, don't be a bro pick next week for Ryan G talk about. He's been screenshotted though. I got the song stuck in my head. He's alright, but he's not real. Thank you, Ryan. You know, cause cause that's what you think of us. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> this ain't it. This is not it. Not yet. Not right now. Ryan G, let them know where they find you, man. Where they find you? You can find me on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it, at Ryan G K O T. You can also find me on Instagram at Sir G is chilling. Sir G is chilling. That's S I R G is C H I L L I, and I'm and I'm praying and I'm hoping that I don't have to call out Lee. For any broad picks on OnlyFans, I'm I'm praying on it. I'm hoping. <laughs> All right. Make sure you don't don't be stealing any super chat money for your OnlyFans uh, <laughs> addiction. All right. <laughs> oh, I'm dead. You know, it's not even true, but I'm gonna let it ride because it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good sport. Go. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, you already know, man. Follow us on DKOT Show on Twitter, The Nick of Time Show, Instagram, and Nick of Time Show on Facebook as well. And definitely, uh, yeah, man, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's all, that's all I got. That is our show. We'll see you on Friday versus the Celtics. Hopefully, the Knicks wake up. All right. So, thank you. That's our show. And as always, shout out the Worldwide West. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess. It's a mess out here in these Knicks YouTube streets. That's the show. We out of here. Peace. New York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm coming, coming, coming straight out. New York, New York, big city of dreams.